0: What's going on, everybody? You're listening to Seggy Station. Just the man that has a nickname, Was i to say with no shame. Wednesday, November 2nd, 2022. Hope all is well out there everybody. Hope everyone's staying safe. Nick Segling here. You're listening to Seggy Station Podcast. Fired up to be back here today as the sports world. It's absolutely jam-packed. Obviously, the NFL trade deadline yesterday, eight trades, ten trades within two days. Most trades ever in a single day and most since the merger on the trade deadline day. Most trades on a single day since 1990. A bunch of stats coming in about the amount of trades we saw yesterday in the NFL, and the Giants made zero of them. Not happy about that. As a diehard Giants fan, looking forward to catching up with my guy Raj, a diehard Giants fan coming in on the podcast today to catch up on the sports world with me. Much to catch up on in the sports world, as I've been away here for about a week. You got the World Series taking place as the Phillies take a 2-1 lead on the astros who are there for the fourth time in six years six straight cs championships some ridiculous stat when they cheated for two of them and weren't really punished maybe even more of them who really knows at least one of them but i'll digress on that as they continue to try and pursue another ring hopefully the phillies can stand them off but there's an interesting interesting stat Whether you believe in conspiracies or sports conspiracies or anything that comes Mm -hmm. along with that, in regards to the Phillies winning a world championship, that I must discuss here on the podcast. We'll get into that at a later date, depending on how things shake out with the World Series. I'm sure we'll see things play out in that regard. Plenty of stuff going on in the association, a lot of stuff going on in not only. NFL football, but college football really heating up as the first college football playoff committee thingy was released, and you got your top four teams already, and teams in debate of where they should be. When you still got four teams only in the college football playoff that is expected to be expanded within the next few years. I don't understand why they wouldn't expand it now. And you're seeing, I think, a little bit more parity in college football, but still some of the same with the top teams in this initial college football ranking with. Bama being ahead of an 8-0, TCU, and all the debate you can have with teams in their resume in college football rather than just expanding the playoff, giving teams more shot, and re- having really, in my opinion, better games put on rather than Georgia playing Akron or whatever the fuck they're doing. Um, yeah, a lot of smoke when it comes to college football and NFL trade deadline and NBA really firing up, Steve Nash getting fired literally. Obviously, you got some thoughts on baseball, if Chu can ever make it back around, but got the World Series happening, got plenty of stuff happening with the Live Tour and the PGA Tour. going to hopefully catch up on some of that with Raj, along with, obviously, the New York Football Giants, which we are both fans of, and as I mentioned, they made no trades at a deadline yesterday that was absolutely jam-packed full of trades, and now we sit and wait and see how the rest of this season plays out. Interestingly enough, we're 6-2 and two here off a tough loss in Seattle, which most would expect us to lose in Seattle, um, even as a dire Giants fan knew that was going to be a tough game, obviously not rooting for the team to lose. Um, Geno Smith has been actually doing something unprecedented in the NFL, which is going from boss to backup to basically a top five starter in this league. But we'll see how that plays out with Seattle still obviously having to Get through some games here on the back half of the schedule, including the New York Football Giants, and obviously many other teams that were set to make trades to see how their second half of their seasons go, which I'm looking forward to, even though this NFL season's already halfway over. Halloween's already over. Hopefully, y'all had some trick-or-treaters and got to see some costumes, or wear a costume that you wanted to wear. Um, crazy... How fast everything's been going by this year and how things have been going, not only around the sports world, just very wild and hectic and nonstop action, not only with game action headlines and news and stories, both good, bad, and different, and all that conversation, debate and takes and all the opinions that come along with that, along with the Twitter world and social media world and everything that kind of morphs into all that. You got all these things happening now. With obviously still the virus, flu season, election time. Who else knows what's going on politically elsewhere, what you want to throw into that argument, which is what war and all kinds of takes and terrible things that are happening to individuals across the country all the time. And it's gone to a point now where watching the news and watching the sports channels and all this shit it's just tough to really keep up with all this stuff happening. Um, yeah, at a time where it is kind of wild to see where we're at, in my opinion. Um, and I've kind of been saying that and coming out of the COVID and with the COVID and breaking in. Kind of where we're at with all the takes with that now. Um, trickling back into what we're calling quote unquote normal. Uh is quite frightening to me personally, um, but I'm definitely enjoying the sports. I'm enjoying plenty of sports that are happening. You got the World Cup that's about to start up recently, and or shortly, I should say, and all these other things that are happening in the sports world, along with obviously fantasy for all you sports fans and sports gambling, and all these great things that come along with sports. Um, long about talking about them. And I'm looking forward to doing a little bit of that today, as I haven't been around here as much doing the podcast, and that's definitely been bringing me down, so looking forward to catching up with Raj, looking forward to coming in with some topics today that we'll be discussing here on the Segi Station, and fired up to do so. Enjoy it.
1: Good.
0: How's things been going with you? You doing all right?
1: Yeah, yeah. Well, it's things are good, but you know, I just took a little vacation. Just got back in the town, but it's that time of year where it starts getting a little cold. You know, it gets like days get shorter.
0: Yeah, you were telling me that. What you, cold? Like how cold is it there right now? What's going on?
1: Well, like, like low fifties, but it feels it's cold because of the wind and yep. the water.
0: Yeah. <clears throat> Yeah, that's tough. How long how long does that usually go on for that part of the season? Literally till like Feb- end of February like normal like here? Yeah. yeah? Yeah. Yeah. Wow. All right. So what's the pl- yeah, what's the plan? Yesterday-
1: <clears throat> it actually rained yesterday and today, so that's like kind of out of the ordinary.
0: Yeah, you guys been getting some rain which is not normal. You're coming back home here for the holidays, you said, so I'll probably get to see you well, then.
1: Uh, for fuck, yeah, fuck yeah. 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 Yeah, I'll even, I'll, I'll even just swing by the fucking, if you're still at that place in Essex.
0: Oh, hell yeah, dude. Definitely come by the yeah. golf place. Yeah, definitely. Um, yeah. yeah, I'll definitely see you when you come around, when you get to see your family and whatnot, but that'll be good. Uh Last time you came around, we got to golf, so I was excited for that. How's your golf game been going though? You sent me a video of your swing the other day. I was excited to see it's looks like it's coming uh, along yeah. real good, dude. Honestly. Yeah, you
1: know, that's just you know practice.
0: And- what's the deal yeah. with what's the deal with uh? What do you do for the slow season in terms of caddying and stuff? What do you do? You got some? You got your other job right that you're doing like working at or yeah. what? Well.
1: I- I usually wait tables, you know,
0: but... Uh, the golf really the experience. golf literally slows down there, though, like, where you're not... Where you don't really have caddy work, really? Like, is that what it is?
1: Nah, there's still work. It'll just be, like... Like, last year I worked, like, pretty solid all the way through December, and then January, February, kind of, like, a little slow. But, you know, we'll see. It, it all just depends on if people are playing or not, you
0: know? Yeah, what's shit, what's shit like out there, dude, honestly? Like, how's, you know, how's things going just in general in California? Like, is it, are things getting back to the way they were before where they're shutting shit yeah, down yeah, or yeah, what? Like, awesome. what's good? Like, yeah. I, I, it's just, like, such a weird time. Like, I, I don't know. I'm just trying to figure out what's going on. Like, is everything, nah, back, to, all, uh, is everything back to normal, quote, unquote? Like, what's the deal?
1: For, yeah there's nothing there's no like restrictions or anything for covid or vaccines or anything like that so
0: so it's just there's just straight just go at go as it is right yeah totally yeah which is which is wild to me with how crazy things were and you go to fucking i see all this shit uh they're still, you know, requiring like vaccine cards to go in certain places in New York. I had to show them when I went to the games in New York, bro. That's one of, the, you know, one of the things that I originally went to get my vaccine is because I'm like, well, if I have to fucking show my card to go certain places, especially like sports sporting events, which I had to do, and now all of a sudden, like, certain places not even doing anything, and even the places that were, I don't know, the whole thing's just fucking wild to me, and. It's really gotten. Yeah. It's really gotten things like, I don't know. People are even like my dad talking about it today. I haven't seen him much, but talking to him a little bit, you know, he's people are on like their fifth booster and shit. Is that what we're on? Like, I have no idea if that's yeah, what. I don't know. Dude. I'm just like, what? I'm like, nah. I was like, I just got the one vaccine. That's it. Like, I don't know. Like, people saying that the virus is kicking back up, and I'm like, dude, it's fucking flu season. People are just getting sick every any days, and people are all the kids going back to school and shit, I mean, it's, I don't know, it is what it is, it's what it's going to be, like, that's what I've been saying when when this whole thing kind of started out, and I don't think this whole divide between the unvaccinated and vaccinated really needed to happen, it's just kind of how things are happening, especially when it comes to sports, like, when I look at the sports now, bro, I think sports and, like, the general just, like, hey, let's go to the bar and fucking chat to a random stranger about sports. Like, you got to be careful, dude. You might get killed doing that nowadays. Like, I don't know. Like, when you're in high school, bro, I felt like I could go up to the random fucking dudes and, like, talk shit about the Giants to, like, some, you know, Cowboys fans at the bar, even though we weren't that age and not fucking die. But, like, nowadays, you don't even know. It's just fucking it's just crazy to me. Like you can't even have conversations and people get all fired up and all these things that I see are just tragic, dude. It's fucking, it's sickening. It really is.
1: Yeah. It's, well, I feel like it's all like, it's pretty much all over at this point, right? It's been like three years.
0: Dude. Yeah, no, it's been a long time. And and then that's what I think. That's what I think's extremely interesting about the whole thing, which, you know, I, I agree, I guess, you know, it's, quote-unquote, all over. But I, my point is, you still got... I still see people wearing masks outside in Connecticut, bro. Dead ass. I, that's why I see that shit. You got people saying that, oh, my God, be careful. You know, it's new variant this winter. It's like, dude, what the fuck? Like, I, I'm telling my girlfriend, I'm like, I don't even know if I've ever had COVID. The only time I've ever felt sick is when I got my fucking vaccine shots. That's literally the only time I've ever felt sick this entire time this thing's been going on. Literally. Uh, yeah, I, I'm just... I'm amazed, and you obviously still got people sick, you got still people dying, but you got people dying and getting shot and all kinds of shit every single day, just like normal life when you got however many people are on this fucking planet, it's it's too much, it's it's what you expect, I think, at this point, honestly.
1: Yeah. yeah. Fuck up. Yeah. We did, um, so, I did, uh, I got to work in the, uh, pure insurance tournament. Which is the um, uh, Champions Tour event that we host every every uh, September. Yeah. So, so that was that was pretty fun. Um, uh, I forget who won. Ernie Els made a run for it on the last day of the tournament. Um, I was with uh, my group on the first day, so Friday was uh, our pro was Kirk Triplett and. Uh, he threw down like five birdies in the first eight holes. Uh, it was pretty sick, and then you know he kind of missed a couple, and I think he finished like five under on the day with a couple bogeys and like six or seven birdies.
0: Yeah, uh, no, I seen.
1: I got some. I got some TV time that day. They were showing. Uh, they were showing that on TV, so that was cool. Yeah. Yeah.
0: That's pretty dope yeah no i think uh you should be talking more about what you're doing fucking via what social media what are we in the digital area i keep seeing the digital area all the time like nah i think what you're doing super dope dude like you should be you should be trying to get that out there a little more besides just on my low platform podcast here but uh yeah no that's super sick dude I definitely, we need to talk some giants, but let's, let's talk some golf before we do that because you kind of bled into it. And I just need to ask you because to me, there's been a lot happening in the golf world with the whole digital area, uh, digital area and everybody having a fucking opinion. Like I've been saying in between the live and the PGA tour, and I'm just curious to like where you're at with how things are going. Keep in mind, I'll tell you, I went to a live event, uh, the one here in Boston, on Sunday, Dustin Johnson won it in a playoff on the 18th green. It was fucking tough because I, I couldn't even see there was that many people by the time I got to the 18th green, but I was there towards the end, stayed, uh, saw the celebration at the end, saw most of their event, and how they kind of put it on. Had heading been to a PGA Tour event a couple times here, obviously, um, travelers I've been my whole life, but been to a couple other PGA Tour events, obviously a PGA member, and I gotta tell you, dude, it's I think it's, I think it's pretty good what they're doing for the game of golf minus the fucking bots on Twitter, like minus the whole money aspect, which I've already talked about with you, but I don't think you need to even bring that portion of it up because you can ask anybody like when this originally broke down, fucking, if you were offered 20 times your current pay to go across the street and do the same shit you're doing less and for, you know, whatever... Like, no shit you're gonna do that. Every single human being is gonna do that. So I'm sick of people acting like... Oh, these golfers are fucking assholes. And, and it's just... The whole thing is fucking stupid to me. What? Like, no. you're No one fucking would not do that. So just stop acting like the golfers are fucking bad people. Like, no. The bad people are the people shooting people and doing fucked up shit. Not fucking dudes trying to make money in the messed up economy that we're fucking in. Point being... Is minus all that controversy, I think Live is pretty cool, dude. I really do. If I would just describe it to you like you need to check it out because if I try to describe it to you, you'd be like, "Oh, all right." But like my if my short blurb of it for people on my podcast and for you would be: it is the average person that goes out on the weekend with their three favorite buddies in two carts with a speaker and a cooler and fucking. Uh, play the course that they're they like to play that's how i would describe how live has it set up just that that type of vibe and, and it's something i think you have to just literally be at to to like understand because it also has like a formula one vibe like the end the end of their uh tournament has like a formula one vibe which i know really nothing about besides the fact that it's formula one r- race cars and and max Verstappen wins every race but basically they have, like, this different stuff going on besides the what the PGA Tour is doing. And I think it's cool. Like, what the fuck? I think it's super cool with what you see in sports, particularly what I'm seeing with uh, Bryce Harper in the Phillies right now. Talk a little of that, hopefully, at some point. But basically, making the sport fun. Like, baseball was always, like, that fucking, oh, you couldn't do shit. You just hit a home run, like, walk around the base, so you're going to get pegged. Like, to me, Bryce Harper was the dude going back five, 10 years ago when he was like, bro, we need to make this more, more fun. And you're seeing it right now with his squad in the, in the world series. And I think that's what we're trying to see in golf, which quite frankly, after COVID morphed a little bit, like we got some people that came in and then dropped back out, but we got some people to stick around. And in general, I think the, the landscape of golf is changing. Like I was saying with the indoor and the top golf and all that, I think you're seeing it up against the pga tour and quite frankly before I let you go on any of this how I've seen the pga tour react to a lot of the stuff that's been going on with live since they started up they're a little worried as well <laughs> that's just where I'm at with it
1: yeah uh yeah I, I I've had a couple buddies that have gone up to uh there was an event in, I think it was in Oregon. It was like one of the first like three or four <laughs> events. Oh yeah. And they, they said they really enjoyed it.
0: Yeah. Yeah, I would, I would, I would go if there was
1: one close by. I would go and just to check it out because I'm interested for sure. But I mean, I don't know. It's it's the off season for golf, so like it doesn't really matter at this point, like what's going on because none of the like you know the golf seasons like. You know, like, fucking February through August, really. January through August. Yeah. And, like, uh, so, like, whatever tournaments are going on right now, who really cares? Um, But, uh, yeah, it'll be interesting to see coming up here if those guys are allowed to play in the majors, that sort of stuff. Because, you know, um, I just think it's lame that, like, I don't know. Like, on TV, the live doesn't really appeal to me because it's just, like, I don't know. It seems like it's all kind of, like, stupid, dude. Like, the team stuff is all kind of, like, dumb, I I think. And it's all just, like, it seems, like, corny and, like, like, you know, whatever. Maybe it lasts, but maybe it doesn't. But I don't blame anybody for going to play for more money. Like, sure. I just want as a fan of golf, I just want to see the best players play against the best players and that's not what's happening right now so that's kind of a bummer.
0: Well yeah I'd say have you watched so when you say you've watched it, you're watching the stream they put on because they're not they talk to Fox about of uh, contracts but you're, they basically only have their live stream up which is at like their yeah, website.
1: Yeah, I've watched I've watched a couple of events like on YouTube because they they stream it on youtube okay yeah so i've I've checked it out yeah yeah i want to watch cam smith and
0: And so yeah but you don't like how they're doing any of that either like any of the scoreboards on the side the team you don't like the team setup. like there's
1: like so much going on and it's like i don't know it's just it's different and it's so it's like you know whatever
0: yeah, I mean, it seems
1: like it seems like exhibition golf. It seems like it's not like super serious. Yeah,
0: well, know. that's what that's basically. Well, that's basically my point. With is when you go out, we went out and played. We went out and played with a couple of your buddies, right? Four dudes yeah. went out and played and teed off, right? Like, I don't know. I took it pretty serious. What did I shoot that day? I think I shot seventy one that day, but that was like fucking. Yeah, ho hum, we're joking around at the same time. Like, listen, like we're playing the music kind of messing around, like having a good time. Like that's kind of, that's kind of what it is when you're not like competing, competing for money, which is what I seem to be only doing when I play uh, golf right now is competitive. Unless I went out with you and a couple of my buddies. And it's like, to me, I'm, I'd rather almost do more of that than I would the competitive side, unless you can find, like, the certain competitive side that's actually good. Because to me, you can't really find that. Like, the average golfer, what, you join, like, a couple leagues? Like, I don't know, bro, everyone's fucking cheating in that. Like, as a scratch golfer, I can't play in any fucking leagues. Like, my point is, it's tough to, like, play. It's tough to play for money unless you're actually playing for money. And at that point, it's it's completely different golf. Like, whether people know what I'm talking about or not, it's, like, it's just different golf. Like me going and playing with you and a couple of your buddies is different than me playing by myself in a, in a stroke play event or a team event or, you know, a two-man event and stuff that we do. So I think what the Liv's trying to do is cool. Um, They're trying to have a little bit more um, team event and, and individual overstake. I think it's dumb that these guys aren't allowed to be in any of the world rankings and playing any of the majors and, and any of this stuff they're trying to bring up about it because then you would still have the situation where you'd have some of the best golfers playing in the world, and you'd have these guys that already are playing in the all these other tours, picking their schedules, and being able to yeah. do that without everyone fucking bitching about it because all of a sudden the Liv came up. Because there's other tours that have been happening, by the way, that guys like Rory and all these guys go play on and skip events on the PGA Tour and no one had anything to say about it until Liv came up. So I'd preface back on some of that. I do think some of what the Liv's doing is good for not only the game, but also for the, the players that are there. Um, you know, some of the weird things that people debate about like them wearing shorts all Yeah, I don't I'm not even down with all that. I'm just talking more of like the setup of the events, um the fan interaction, the some of the some of the actual things that they're doing at the events that are completely different than the PGA Tour. And I'm not saying the PGA Tour doesn't put on good events cuz they do, but to me the PGA Tour is, is all about the majors and they don't have anything to do with those. So realistically, if we're going to get into the better events on the PGA tour, they're not even run by the PGA tour. It's this whole extra, Oh, we can dive into all these avenues of it. Where does anyone really care? But to me, that's actually what it is that no one actually wants to talk about. So I don't know at the end of the day, dude. Yeah, I agree with you. But at at the same time, I think, I don't know, you see it even obviously with, it's the same thing with, like, the XFL. Did you see the new XFL Tell me you saw the new XFL rules uh, that are about to come out. It starts in, like, February uh, after. Obviously, I think they had their first inaugural season last year. You, you didn't see this? Okay, yeah. Because yeah. cause it's, yeah, it's honestly a fucking joke. You're going to come at me with that the live is kind of dumb. Yo, the XFL, and I was kind of talking about it a little bit. The XFL is fucking dumb. And, and Rich uh brought it up like oh well it's kind of it's kind of like the xfl and the nfl to live in the pj tour no it's fucking not dude and that's where i'd push back the live ain't going nowhere bro the live ain't going nowhere and I, honestly it's just gonna have to be people accepting that it's around and, along with the the other people in golf that aren't um going out with the live where you're gonna have to see these guys actually like partnering up and there's been more talks of that when uh over the past you know month or so than before it was this anti-fucking you know fuck all them fuck you know this side or that side i think you're seeing more they're trying to come together create some type of partnership where that's how it's gonna have to be and i don't think there's anything wrong with that i mean it's you got some of the best players in the world playing on that tour why does it matter like i said there's other tours and they all come back to play for the, the big events so I don't know. To me, it's like all to say about nothing, uh, but it's just really shaking up the golf world, getting more conversation in the golf world, um, even though it's obviously just some of it's not so great. But hey, for me, I think it's all great. I really do. Just more golf being played. Like you said, there's not good tournaments on right now. I thought they just had like the live playoff, which, yeah, I don't know, kind of weird if you're not into the format, but I don't know. It's kind of cool with like the random PGA tour event going on with literally no guys in it. So I I don't know. It's, (laughs) I don't think this helps the PGA tour at all. I think they're better off just trying to, like I said, coexist and, and move forward. But obviously nowadays that's easier said than done. Not only specifically with this topic, but all topics. Um, yeah. Uh, it's, funny how it's shaking out too for guys that are like still on the pga tour like rory who will probably win a lot of tournaments now when he couldn't really before and basically the live tour is dominated by dustin johnson and cam smith as you mentioned which hey it's i don't have a problem with it those are like two of my favorite golfers but it's also like you were saying well you're not really beating all the best golfers in the world so it has this I don't know, this weird effect to it. But at the same time, it's like, well, you're still winning the fucking tournament, dude. Uh, Like, I, the course that I like, like, one of the things people, I've, I've heard people been saying, oh, well, they're not playing nice courses like the PGA Tour. The, the, bro, the place I was at, fucking, you would have died to play that joint. So I, I don't know what the fuck people are talking about. And I'm sure it's the same thing with your boys out in Oregon. I'm sure it's the same thing all these places are playing. So I don't know what people are talking about. They're just looking for excuses to, to make this thing burn down. And like I said, I just don't think it's going anywhere.
1: Yeah, no, I, I, I agree. It's, it's gonna run its course eventually. Like, well,
0: yeah, I don't know. I could, yeah, I could.
1: Competition is good. So, like, I think the PGA is like needed some competition because they just were like the almighty. Like, whatever they say goes. So, like, having some um, a competing league is is good for for everybody. You know, especially the players.
0: But, uh, yeah. All right, so there's been a lot happening uh, throughout this NFL season, particularly for our Giants. And then, obviously, a lot happening at the trade deadline yesterday, which I don't know if you heard. um, But there was uh, was eight trades yesterday, ten total in the two days leading up to it. It's the most trades that have happened on an NFL trade deadline since the merger and just the same th- stat I'm going to have for you on the NFCs tier here in a second point being is I've, I feel like I said this last year when the NFL trade deadline come around. So I feel like this is a theme. Now you're just seeing more and more trades. Cause I've been seeing it across all trade deadlines in sports, really just all these trades kind of happening, including what's going on with college football with the transfer portal and name image likeness and all that nonsense that everyone's been bitching about, which I don't really have a problem with at all. Uh, I think there's created more parity in the sport and people are just once again, trying to, sp- cause something about nothing. I'm just kind of upset that this didn't happen 10 years ago. And honestly, you guys probably would have been making funds on it. I don't think I would have been a college athlete, but you guys probably would have had some, uh, NIL deals, you boys that I know. And I just think that kind of sucks. And Rich will be, Richard, richer. some of my other boys to brother, my dad, all oh, timing. It's like, nah, what the fuck dude, this always should have been a thing. Just like the fucking, we'd be in legal and sports gambling, but I'll digress. Anyways, I'll try and keep it with the Giants. They're a team that didn't make a trade. So there are there were a lot of good trades that I saw yesterday. Where I'm like, damn, that was good-ass moves, including the Eagles are making a ton of good moves. And the stat I have for you is literally, and I, I don't know if you're going to believe this, because when I saw this and I've been hearing this, I'm like, dude, I cannot believe this was a fucking stat. 23-8 is the division total combined division record of the NFC East through eight weeks of the NFL season. It's point. I think it's 724 winning percentage. I got it on my phone, but I'm, I'm almost off the dome right here. It's literally the best th- by any division through eight weeks since 1970, the merger in the NFL. That it's literally the best record. Come on. And I'm, I'm not even joking because I got the stat and I'm, I'm trying to think this through. Like, is this actually for real? When everyone's talking about the stacked AFC West this year, last year it was the stacked NFC West. And, you go back 35 years, I'm like, there's no division that could have a better record than the NFC East this season? Nope. And I'd preface what I'm about to say about the Giants by saying by saying this, which is, yeah, I'm super pumped with how the season is going for us and the New York Giants and how things have gone since we've gotten Brian Dable and, and Joe Shine and all these other guys in place to try and start up this rebuild that is still definitely in place. Like, we're still in a rebuild, and we're 6-2. I just want to throw that out there. But anyways, the rest of the division is nasty, and it's not going anywhere, bro. The Eagles are what everyone's calling the best team, in at least the NFC, maybe in football. And the Cowboys are right up there to battle for their division as well, along with, obviously, a spot in the playoffs where you might have three teams out of the NFC East make the playoffs that the Giants are able to win some games on the way out. Who would have thunked that? So I'm sitting back and looking at how this is playing out, and I'm like, damn, how did the Giants not trade for a wide receiver at the deadline? Chase Claypool goes to the Bears. Brandon Cooks doesn't get traded, begging on Twitter to get traded. There are wide receivers to be had at the trading deadline, and the Giants didn't make a move. (laughs) I'm sitting back, and everyone's thinking like, oh, we're going to get OBJ. And I'm sitting on OBJ in my fantasy squad, but let me just say one thing about OBJ. It is a lot of fucking love loss with OBJ. Because I don't even think he's going to be able to play this year. Like, this dude tore his ACL in February. Tore his ACL, like, two other times. And has a couple bad injuries. And everyone's acting like he's about to come back and look like himself. Uh, catching him one hand and passes out of bounds. I love OBJ. And I hope to see that again. That type of OBJ. Super Bowl MVP on his route, OBJ. In this last Super Bowl, by the way. But, man, dude, that, that looks like... That looks like so far-fetched at this point, and I don't see him coming to the Giants. So I'm sitting back and looking at how the season go, and I'm sitting back looking at the wide receiver unit. We just traded Kadarius Tony to the Chiefs. Kenny Galladay has been the biggest fucking bust we've ever seen in free agency wide receiver unit. I'm not even fucking joking, dude. Kenny Galladay, that's not even hyperbole. The... NFL wide receiver free agencies, and I've seen some bad ones. Nelson Aguilar, the Patriots. I mean, you could go on and on with this fucking list of bad wide receiver signings. Kenny Galladay is the worst one. Kelly Gall- Galladay is the worst fucking one. On top of that, you're relying on a dude named, what is it, Kenny Stills? Oh, no, wait. No, that's somebody else that used to play in the league. Some other guy named something Stills. Darius Slayton and... A, a nice young tight end, but he he fractured something with his eye. I mean, bro, we got no weapons ca- pass catching. We're literally relying on Saquon Barkley and Daniel Jones, who has been having what I think is his best year. No, no joke with how you get Brian Dayball in. What do you expect? I mean, at this point, dude, I don't see us. I don't see us even winning that winning that many games if we're just gonna not make a move for a receiver and just go on what we had. As much as I like what we've seen with playing obviously the Eagles two times on the way out, having to play the Cowboys again. Tough games on the way out. So yeah, I like that we're 6 and 2. I I like that we're not fucking mediocrity of fucking the NFL like the fucking Vegas Raiders and and what you're seeing out of the Texans and things like that, but to be honest, it's it's almost kind of tough. Like I've I've asked for us to not be terrible, but now I feel like we're going to be right where I don't want us to be, which is just outside the playoff if not six or seven or literally drafting like what middle of the pack because we've just missed the playoffs i don't know dude i i really don't know how i feel about it i I thought for sure we would have fucking traded for a wide receiver and how the season play has played out I, i honestly thought for sure that's what happened and when i saw that didn't happen with how active the rest of the league was uh, particularly the Eagles and how things have been going for the Cowboys getting back deck. I, I don't see, I don't see how things are going to be easy for us, not only this year, but going forward. Cause I don't see, I don't see them falling off at all as much. as I love what they're doing, rebuilding up the, the, the team and, and the franchise and all that. Like, bro, it's, it's going to be tough sledding going forward as much as the NFC is definitely the weaker conference because a lot of people that we you normally see doing well, Ie your boy Tom Brady are looking like shit. Go ahead.
1: Uh yeah, um, yeah, dude. It's uh, yeah. you said a lot there, but uh, the uh... yeah, I don't think they.
0: So I ask you this, yeah, what's good? How do you feel about the Giants six and two record? Well, I'll ask you some questions here. I'll oh, yeah. start with this. How do you feel about the Giants six and two record? Where are you at?
1: It's uh, it's kind of like. It's fun, but it's, like, smoke and mirrors because the Giants aren't actually a good team. They just have played, like, fundamentally sound football and they haven't played many good teams. And, like, more games are lost than games are won in the NFL. So, like, if you can not turn the ball over, and you can run the ball effectively and play decent defense, then you're going to be in it at the end of the games. Mm-hmm. And uh, yeah, so that's like the team is seems like the team is coached well and playing smart football. Yep, I don't think I don't think they're a talented team. So that's that's how I feel about the Giants. It's fun, but I don't think they're six and two record is really a reflection of how good they are. I, th- I think they're just playing.
0: well. All right. Yeah. So, l- I mean, I-, also- I agree with you in some of the things you're saying, but I'd ask like, we've talked a bunch about Daniel Jones since I started up the podcast and I'm not even saying that he's having like a great season. Cause I don't think he is, but I think he's having a, a type of season where this is what we wanted to see. Going back to when we drafted him, which is, bro, just don't turn the ball over. Going back to what you right. said, when I'm looking when I'm looking at the Giants uh, games this year, the game we lost in Seattle, by the way, I thought we could have won if we don't fumble two fumble uh, kickoffs or uh, pump return kickoffs by Richie James. Like, literally two fumbles. Like, turn the ball over. Like, you go look at the wins we had this year. We're not turning the ball over like we used to. Bad interceptions. Bad fumbles. Uh, drops and fucking uh, can't run the football. Saquon having an incredible year. So, yeah, things you talked about, I see with the team. So, yeah, I'm not saying we're the most talented. I look around the rest of the division, even the rest of the NFC, and, yeah, I don't think we're maybe even top seven in the t- terms of talent. But anything can happen. We just got to get there. So, at this point, I'm just saying, do we have enough wins to get there? We're already 6-2. and two. So my old point was, hey, man, eight, eight, eight weeks through the year, I honestly didn't think we were going to be 6-2. and two. So now, why not make a move and see what you got if Daniel Jones is the guy? Because now I'm seeing, oh, well, we're looking to extend Daniel Jones and extend Saquon Barkley. So if that's the plan, then they don't really give a fuck about the pick, apparently and it's just going to be trying to build around and get more weapons around these guys here, but isn't that what you're going to be doing anyway? So, I don't know. That's why I was just a little confused about how things went at the trade deadline when you had guys like Brandon Cooks available, like Chase Claypool available, and and we're looking to see if Daniel Jones is the guy, like we've talked about plenty of times.
1: Yeah, I think the Giants are just in cap hell, and They can't really... Like, they have so much wasted money on, the, on their salary that uh, they really can't make any trades like that. And then, like, you, like Kenny Galladay is the worst receiver in the league. I don't know how he has a contract. Like, we would trade him for, a, like, a conditional seventh-round pick.
0: <laughs> <laughs> oh, my
1: God. He's terrible. <laughs> <laughs> He's awesome. <laughs>
0: Yeah, dude. I I
1: I like don't even trade, fucking know. We could trade Kenny Galladay for, like, an assistant athletic trainer. All
0: right. So, if, out of all the rant and ramble and the funny joke at the end, which really isn't a joke, he probably is the worst wide receiver in the league. Uh, how do you see the rest of the season playing out? Because I kind of talked about it a little bit in my rant, too. Like, do you see us making the playoffs? Like, a lot of a lot of these places have us locked in as like making the playoffs. Like no, the way I'm looking at it, like it's definitely probably looking like we're going to make the playoffs if we can win like three more games. It's like, that's not that crazy to me. Like and if say we win like a couple more, who knows? It's like I, I, my dad, me and my dad are talking about, it. we come off the bye. I think we're playing fucking, we get the Texans. Like I, the schedule is,
1: schedule is so weak. Yeah. Well, we we can literally win out except for we, we probably won't beat the Eagles or the Cowboys. And so that's, that's three games that we'll lose. And besides that, we can easily win every other game.
0: <laughs> yeah. And <laughs> yeah. So, and if that happens, by the way, we're definitely going to make the playoffs. Um, <laughs> and hopefully we get to play Tom Brady in the first round. Uh, no, seriously, all, all jokes aside, because we talked plenty about how, uh, Tom Brady and his career has gone here on the podcast. I'm curious what you what you think of your boy Tom Brady right now, just with how things have been going with him coming back, obviously off the field and now on the field, not looking great. Like, I don't know. I, I don't even know what, what these fans of Tom Brady would have to say. Besides, they're just probably going to say, like, it's whatever, dude. It doesn't hurt his legacy, dude. Like, it's whatever. When I guess I would say back to that, does it not? I mean the dude literally lost his fucking nah, family. He He's he playing he like he shit know. and I don't yeah. see him fucking winning anything, so
1: yeah, his team's not good. He should've he should have just retired. The team isn't good around him. He needs a good team, you know.
0: Is that what it is? You think that you think the Bucks are just not good? That division is wild right now.
1: Well yeah, they lost their uh Center that guy with the red hair. Jackson, yeah. Yep. Um, they lost him. Like I think in the preseason. Yeah, they did. He's like he's like the anchor of their offensive line. Yep, yeah,
0: that's a and good like, point.
1: Like so, guys like that are like that would be like losing like your your all pro middle linebacker on defense who calls all all the adjustments. Like like losing a guy like that is huge for a team chemistry. Like and. They've not been done well protecting him this year, you know, and so that's that's what he needs. He needs to just be able to have three seconds to throw the ball. And then the other thing is he doesn't have uh, – Brady's whole career has – he likes to throw the ball over the middle of the field. He – Wes Welker, Edelman, Gronk, he likes to throw the ball across the middle of the field, and he doesn't have any receiver that can get open there right now. He has Godwin if Godwin's healthy, and that's about it. But, you know, Mike Evans is good outside, but Mike Evans is dropping passes, you know, and like <laughs> – Yeah. But that's what Brady needs, that guy who can, who can just find a soft spot over the middle, and he doesn't really have that receiver um, to rely on.
0: Yeah, I mean, I guess I guess I understand what you're saying as much as I'm also saying Tom Brady hasn't been playing great. Um, because I look at what's happening with the Lakers and LeBron James, even though I think they got their first win the other night, and I don't know, maybe things will turn around. But I I thought for sure the Lakers would have had a little bit better season. I see Russ coming off the bench now. Maybe they'll be able to turn around. I know it's still early, but it's not looking good, especially in a stacked West. Um and I'm just thinking kind of like that where it's like, nah, LeBron didn't really need to retire, but I'm just sad that's where LeBron's at. And I guess uh, maybe that's what some Tom Brady fans are feeling like right now. Like maybe they wish he got to the Dolphins, his whole fucking scheme that he had schemed up to get to the Dolphins. Cause I don't know with Tyreek Hill and Jay and Waddle and all those weapons down there, that would have been pretty impressive. If Tom Brady still has anything. Um, but yeah, I, I think it's more of, I'm Tom Brady not being as good because I see LeBron still looking good as much as I don't see the same LeBron. So I, maybe if you understand what I'm saying there, like Tom Brady just doesn't look the same to me. It it doesn't look right. Like even I get the team, maybe not as good, but like, and I get all this shit going on off the field, but like, I don't know. I don't think, I don't know if that's actually like affecting him as much as people saying it is like, maybe it is on the field. I don't know. But like, I, mean, I doubt it. It's dude. fucking Tom Brady, right? Like, no,
1: dude. No, dude. It would be affecting your ass, dude. You think you'd be podcasting if you're a fucking wife of 13 years? Of yeah,
0: he is podcasting. Yeah, he is fucking podcasting. He's still playing football. And I've seen plenty of reports we had the chance to walk away. He did retire and he didn't come back. So, no, I'm not, I don't feel sorry for him for a second. Don't give me that fucking bullshit, Raj. You know that's a load of fucking bullshit. You know what? That's a, it's the same shit I was telling my girlfriend. Tom Brady's going to be fucking fine, and so, is the, and so is Giselle. I feel bad for the kids. No, I don't want to hear that fucking bullshit. He had the opportunity to go to his family. He retired and then decided to come back. No, I don't feel bad for him for a second. He wanted to be all fucking tough and big. Oh, I'm coming back my fucking 25th year. No, you suck. You literally suck and should have left the game. You decided not to, and this is where you're fucking at. No, seriously, that's the fucking truth, dude. And I don't feel bad for him for a fucking second, and this is what he fucking gets for doing this shit. No, fuck that, dude. You are not going to fucking pull that shit on me. Hell no. Hell fucking no. And I'm just saying right now, I thought the Saints were going to win that division. Fuck that. I got the Falcons winning that division, bro. My brother just moved to Georgia. I'm all over the Marcus Mariota train, bro. Woo woo Tom Brady fuck that dude dude he ain't making it no way he's gonna and that's gonna be even worse for him because that's the worst division in football and he's not gonna win that division potentially. That's a fucking shame. That's all right. All right all gets right. my blood going. What's good? One
1: last point for me here. What's good? All right. Bill's Eagles Super Bowl. Oh boy. Bill's
0: win. Bills Eagles Super Bowl bills win uh 42, 42 to 38 42 to 38 all right we'll see how write it down write that down you think the eagles yeah, all right yeah i'll write it down and, we'll, and i and if it goes if it happens i'll try and put a future in for it if it hits i'll fucking give you 10 percent uh, no, I don't think the Eagles are making the Super Bowl, even though I'm fucking scared as hell of how nasty AJ Brown looks. This is the, this is the shit that I saw coming anyways. And this is what I'm talking about as a Giants fan. Yeah. Like, yeah, dope. We're making the playoffs. The rest of the division is good. It's not, it's not going anywhere either. Like the, the commanders are probably only going to get better by the way. I saw Dan Snyder might be putting the team up for sale. So it ain't getting any easier for us. Like, it's going to be one of the best divisions in football for the years to come, and you should write that down because I think that's going to be a lock too. Oh, man. Chu said he's going to be heading my way in 20 minutes, so I don't know if he's going to be here in 20 or here in 50 because he lives like 30 or 40 away, so I have no idea, but it'll be good. Yeah, I've been, uh, I haven't seen Chu in a minute, so it'll be good to see him. Uh, Yeah, it's just been... Everyone's kind of, it's so it's just weird, dude. This is why I'm, I appreciate just being able to chat with you for a second or just catching up. Cause it's just, it's just so crazy, bro. I'm feeling so old now watching these athletes, fucking these college athletes that are fucking 10 years younger than us. Fucking it's incredible. It's incredible. Some of the stuff they're doing, some of the money they're making. And I'm like, this is just fucking insanity to me, but I fucking love it. I love it to death. Now, I have so much passion for all the shit going on, particularly professional sports, because the college is just tough for me to to get with right with. But I think they're on the, the right trend, which is expanding the playoff, which they should just do right this second, but they're not. Uh, name image like this transfer portal, as I mentioned before. And I know Chew's hyped about the World Series. You been watching any of the World Series?
1: Yeah, yeah. I turn it on like I watch. I watched the first two games from like the fifth inning on, so yeah. Catch the back end.
0: Yeah, I was gonna gonna say if you if you did that, you would have you could have shut that shit right off because that shit was over in the first inning. Once the Bryce Bryce Harper hit that home run, I'm like, oh wow, this is gonna be a rout. Phillies are looking nice. Then they hit five home runs, which ties a World Series record. Yeah, uh, I'm not a fan of the Astros. I'm really not. So I I'm rude. I'm definitely rooting against them, but I don't like. I, yeah, let me, I just want to throw this in there because I, I mentioned this and before I started up, uh, which is I saw this video that every every year the Phillies have won the World Series, there's been like a fucking catastrophe, uh, national catastrophe uh, following them winning. So I don't know if you believe in sports conspiracies or not, but if the Phillies win, which they are two games away from doing so, now up 2-1 on the Astros here, uh, next two games are at home by the way uh i don't know not looking great last last time they won it was i think it was 2008 or 2009 is the year and that was when there was the big bubble housing bubble crash and all that and there was a bunch of other things that happened and that was the last thing they used for that example with they've won it three times so there's two other examples i asked you go look up the video um I don't know, things are a little shaky right now, too. So, I'm like, damn, I don't know. I try not to believe in these conspiracy theories, but if I did believe in conspiracy theories, I would believe in sports conspiracy theories. So, I don't know. I'm kind of at a tough thing here because I really don't like rooting for the cheating Astros, is what I call them, and then the fucking Phillies win and there's a national catastrophe. I don't know how I feel about that. Obviously, it's not going to be great either way. So... Yeah, or whatever is going to happen. So, yeah, I don't know. I mean, I guess you just got to roll with the punches and see who wins the World Series and go from there. See, so, yeah, look, I got an NFC Beast shirt. Look at this shit. Oh,
1: uh, let's go.
0: Look at that. NFC Beast. I, was
1: looking for the, uh, I was looking for the Cypress towel, too.
0: Straight out of Barstool, baby.
1: <laughs> I nah, I was looking for that Cypress towel, too. I was like, where's that?
0: Yep, suit? I got that. Yeah. I literally just moved that today. Actually, it's uh, look, it's over here hanging up, right next to that red flag. Oh yeah, it's right behind this chair that I had out for Chewy. Yep, hell yeah, dude. That shit was cool as fuck, and getting to see you was cool. Getting to chat with you today was cool, and hopefully get to do it again soon before you make it home for the holidays, and hopefully I will get to see you then. But uh.
1: Yeah. Well- We'll do it again and then uh you know we're gonna get you out
0: here we're gonna get you out here yeah dude i'm looking forward to trying to get out there like sooner rather than later I, I, my fucking like i said my brother just moved to georgia so i don't know if i'm gonna go see him at some point and then obviously okay. that's not anywhere close to where you're at but it's another trip that i have to feel like i have to do now not necessarily but at some point just to check him out. Um, see what he's got going on, but yeah, dude, I really do want to get out there. I know this, I say this every time I see you and talk to you, but I genuinely mean that. Um, it's been, I'm trying to get my feet back on the ground a little bit, which I'm getting a little bit better with. So yeah, hopefully, hopefully soon here, or if it, by the way, if it last resort I already know that I'm asking for my 30th birthday to go out uh west so at, at, literally if it at this point if it might not happen before then because I don't know how things are gonna yeah. shake out but my I'm telling you right now as my one of my friends that that's what I want for my uh, 30th birthday which is to take oh, a trip yeah. out west so you're gonna be on the list no matter what and obviously we'll stay in touch to be able to do that but yeah man good chatting with you. Hope you enjoy the sports. Hope you get your golf game dialed in, and maybe we'll be able to do some swinging when you come back around this way. Hopefully, we'll pod again before that, and try and get your takes written down to bring back. Cause I've got plenty of notes to touch on right now, and I don't want to take up your whole. What is now? And eh, well, no, it's only ele- It's not even afternoon there yet for you. So, time change is yeah, always tough. Exactly. fucker with me too. Hell oh, yeah. For- All right, much love, dude. Be good. Peace. My friend O'Raj. He's funny, dude. To chat. But we'll get to chat on the side, and then I'll be able to bring back some of the takes. Hopefully, I'll try and store them in my memory bank. Yeah, the whole thing going on with the World Series and all the other things going on in sports love i know rich isn't around today because he's in the office on wednesday so i didn't even bother hitting him up but i'll know we'll touch on steve nash getting fired and all these things going on in the nba once he makes it back around uh obviously the trade deadline as i talked about was tough for me as a giants fan but the dolphins definitely made out as winners and my takes on two are looking real good uh with just how things are shaking out not only for him and the offense with the addition of Tyreek Hill. But obviously now their addition to the defense bringing in Bradley Chubb, one of Chewy's Broncos, which I'm sure he'd had something to say or have something to say about that. But like I said, he's about another half hour or so away, which I don't have enough wind for that today, I don't think. Um, yeah, I, I like the move the Ravens made, adding Raquan Smith from the Bears – i also thought it was an interesting move uh with how things were shaking out for the bears at the trade deadline to bring in chase claypool but the way things are looking for justin fields rich is looking real good on that take um liking justin fields the most out of that category or that cream of the crop of quarterbacks with how things are looking for ie mac jones zach wilson even though the jets are having a decent season too shout out barry uh and all you jets fans um I still think the Giants would beat the Jets, though, and even without how the, the Giants' season are and how me and Raj talked about them right now, I still think, and the Jets are looking definitely in a better direction. I still think the Giants are, and it's tough because Brees Hall just blew out his ACL, and if he didn't, it's almost arguably you say, well, you had a guy looking like Saquon in the backfield there. Um, but, yeah, that's one of the things I've learned to now appreciate more and more as, Things have been kind of playing out more and more about doing this, which is talking sports like all these guys do. that get paid millions to talk sports, um, which is seeing how some of the things they're talking about play out. And. I mean, shit, the only way you can do that is by letting it happen and go on and take place. And the only way that's going to happen is letting time go by. So I think that's kind of why I've kind of backed off wanting to do this so much, because, yeah, there's plenty to talk about every day and i could hit up my friends and try and get them to come around and get them to come talk and at the end of the day like i've been telling people it's i don't know i don't feel i don't want to feel like i'm forcing people to come by to talk like some sports with me it's like bro if you want to do it like just fucking come over and do it like or we could do it just hit me up we could do it like i don't like having to fucking hit the people up to do it so I find myself just feeling like it's a me problem, even though my brother says he wants to make an appearance on the podcast, which we may do for the first time this Friday, hopefully upcoming the week af- the weeks to come after that, maybe weekly going forward, um, which I thought is pretty cool because, you know, he's been hitting me up and wanting to do it. It's like, if you want to actually do it and hit me up to do it, then fine, I'm down to do it. Otherwise, I feel like I'm doing it by myself. And doing it by myself is not a problem. It's just, it's hard. I feel like it's hard to explain. Kind of like, it's hard to explain golf, which is why I love the game so much and why I enjoy teaching golf so much and why I continue to try and have a career in the game, in the business of golf, which is, it's just such a challenging thing to explain. It's endless. It's almost nonstop in a sense where, you don't really understand unless you're doing it like you you just can't it's one of those things where you just have to like kind of experience it and do it and i think it's with all things you know the more you do it the better you get at it so i think that's also kind of rubbed off a little bit here since i haven't been doing this as much but there's also been so much happening and so many things running through my mind and, and so many thoughts not only in the sports world but things that i see um things that i hear in the sports world, not in the sports world, and just trying to keep up with all that and do that solo here on the podcast for anybody that wants to check it out or for myself, which is really what I'm doing it for, is fucking hard, man. It's hard and it takes and a lot of effort, a lot of time, and I know people are asking me about it, people that care about me ask me about my podcast and all this. And I genuinely appreciate that because, you know, I I do like doing this, not only for the people that, that want to check it out, but because I like doing this. And yeah, it's been bumming me out not doing it as much. But I also had a lot of shit going on here. And I kinda and I guess I understand that in that and that uh sense for, for Tom Brady, but like me and Roger bitching about, but I don't feel bad for the fucking dude, because shit, he, he's got he's got it made compared to me. And it's just interesting now how things are kind of broken out down, not only in what I feel like is my friend's circle, which is getting smaller by the second, it seems. Um, But really just in the sports world, the sports landscape, this what everyone's calling the digital era uh, era, and everybody fucking on the social gram and media and all that. And fucking, I just love joking about it at this point because it is just funny to me. It really is. It's just crazy to me how that's really what it's, seems to be all about not only for these people that are constantly on it whether you're posting on it or not or just trying to do anything in general that's just where everyone steers you well you got to have a social media account you got to get your stuff up on this and that and this and that and uh, it's it's like all right dude that's just kind of i get it but it's just kind of like weird at the same time like this constant flow of people saying stuff in a ever space of whatever free speech is like, all right, dude, like I get it. Like I'm, I'm, I think Twitter is funny. Like a lot of people are not down with it. Like I get it. Like I, I guess I've always kind of joked about this. I come in here, I do my podcast with this camera on me and live recording, but I'm like scared to post a video of me on my Instagram live. It's like, I don't understand why, but it's just the way I've always kind of been because I just, I don't really like taking pictures. I'm not really down with the social media, letting everybody know what I'm doing all the time, what's happening all the time. Like, I don't know. I'm just, it's just kind of weird to me. And then I come and I do this here, Um which is almost like therapy to me, which is, you know, I wish Chewy wanted to chat today or could get by to chat today. I I, I kind of just wanted to kill it because I know he's not going to be around, like I said, for a little Bit longer and I'm, I'm trying to get it where i can just have these things kind of running a little bit more consistently for about i don't know half hour hour or so and trying to get the content kind of back up and going but uh, you'd be surprised man how many no- how many notes i have here and, and all this all this structure that you can do to have it the way that i want it and, and i'll get back to doing that and it's just just funny to me Um, all, all the stuff that I've done to get here to this point, I think it's over 250 episodes. And and I, and I'm listening to Craig Carton every morning. Uh, he's on his 42nd episode tomorrow morning and dude's funny as hell, man. Um, I can't wait to ask Rich, uh, how how I'm feeling about FS1, which is, is FS1, which is Fox sports, uh, the equivalent of fox news in sports Uh, i'm just curious i assume so like i would be i I would be stunned if it's not but i'm genuinely curious on that um i don't know if that's a dumb question or not but honestly i've always been taught no question is a dumb question and i genuinely feel that way um yeah man just a lot going on in the sports world a lot going on obviously in everyone's world which is their own and, and trying to kind of morph all that together which is you know Hang out in pod or not hang out in pod and text or not text and talk and not talk it's it's just crazy to me so many so many things and so many people and so many things happening and so many feelings and emotions off of that and obviously opinions and conversations off of that and it's just the one thing that's been you know I've been seeing more and more of it um, which is you know just trying to generally. Uh, genuinely uh, just appreciate, um, you know, what, what I, what I like to do and what I'm doing, even when, you know, I'm, I'm feeling down about it or, or things are happening around me that are making me feel differently about it. Like at the end of the day, dude, like you only have so much time and you know, it's, You don't want to look back and be like, oh, man, I wish I did this or wish I did that. And, you know, it's the same way I've been feeling about the podcast when I'm not doing it. So it's a lot, though. Like I said, so much happening in sports, so much happening, obviously, with getting the podcast out, doing the podcast and posting the podcast and all this stuff that goes into doing it, which I genuinely like to do. Um, It's just hard battling all this other stuff and outside noise and whether it's Doesn't affect me or not. It's just kind of getting to that point where I'm seeing now, like I was seeing anyways, like everyone having a podcast and everyone kind of doing a podcast or being on a podcast and having a platform and having an opinion and using all that on the social media. And it's like, yeah, I try to do all that mainstream shit, but like at the end of the day, like I don't really know half the shit that I'm doing. So. The fact that I get this far and have it working like this for anybody to check it out to me is like pretty cool. The fact that my podcast is up on Spotify and I got my own Podbean page that you can check out where all my episodes are at. I got the Instagram page and I'm up on Twitch and all the stuff that you can do when it comes to the podcast is always kind of something that's brought me up when I started up this thing with a little mini mic on a tripod. So yeah, at the end of the day, I get it, it's all air space and air noise and talking and sports and topics and headlines or anything you have to say at the end of the day it really doesn't matter i guess but uh, where do you draw the line when do things start to matter when do anything that i have to say affect anybody else i don't know i have no fucking clue but all i know is that you know if the worst feeling in the world is knowing what you want to do, but not knowing how to do it. And my girlfriend told me that, and I thought that was a very interesting quote. Because at the end of the day, I think that is a bad, like one of the worst feelings in the world. Like, knowing what you want to do, but not knowing how to do it. How to get there. Or trying to always figure out how to get there. At the end of the day, like it's like I was telling her, you just got to do it. <laughs> like, what do you mean? If you know how to do it, then you just have to do it. And that's... More of like a mental grind, a fight, and now she's the one telling me on the back end. Well, you should probably just do the pod. You should do the pod today. That's kind of how I feel about trying to get these boys to come back around and do the pod. and I know Raj came through today. Much love to him coming through, talking some sports. He he comes through and we chat just because I don't see him much. He lives about fucking I don't even know five thousand miles away. Rich, I don't know about an hour away. He comes through a bunch. Y'all know Rich. He, he I'm very appreciative to Rich for all the stuff he's done for me on the podcast. A lot of the content on the podcast here. The Segue Station comes along with my guy, Rich Hot Takes Letty. A lot of NBA talk, a lot of other talk, and a lot of great conversations come out of that, which I think, if people listen to that, can grow from in this era where, you know, nobody wants to listen to anybody and disagreements are canceling each other. It's, it's just... At this point, man, I've learned that, you know, if I want to be doing the podcast, then you just got to be doing the podcast regardless of how it's coming out or what you're putting out or anything that's happening, as long as it's still up, you know, you're not getting shut down. Like I've been seeing plenty of, and I've been seeing plenty of problems, um, with people having not only things on the internet, getting in trouble for that, or getting in trouble for incredible tragedies and Unperceived circumstances like i saw the michigan michigan state game dude getting freaking like brawled out almost killed in the tunnel like that's literally the type of stuff that happens not only in the regular world but sports world and i think if that's happening not only on the street corner but in the tunnel tunnel of a football game like people should be more aware and talk more about that than just us covering it for 10 seconds and sweeping it under the rug after they suspend their players and then they're probably back like after couple game suspension or whatever kind of like Ime Adoka literally getting suspended with the Celtics and now probably gonna have another job here by the time I shut off the podcast I, I mean it's at the end of the day it's a lot I mean it's a lot like I said it's so much to talk about um you really gotta plot it out and go through it and I don't pay anybody to, to produce my podcast I don't have anybody like all these Boys that have producers and things and all this national airwave shit. And, and it's funny because, you know, I watch some stuff on Twitch that, you know, because I have Twitch and obviously do my podcast on Twitch. And I'm literally like, there's literally 90,000 people watching this shit. And it's like someone's sitting there like playing a video game, like fucking like talking about sports or like literally they'll do like the chats when the games are going on. And it's like they're literally like talking about what's happening in the game, and, like, thanking people for coming to the chat, I'm like, what, like, this is what people are watching, like, why don't you try and watch something that's a little bit more informative, or, like, why don't you try and do something to support somebody who's trying to do something a little bit better than, like, just raising their subs and fucking, like, subs- like, I don't know, man, it just reminds me, like, the whole thing with fucking, like, OnlyFans, and It's the same thing, dude. Like, I get everybody's trying to make money off of what they're doing, not only for hobbies or career or job, whatever it is. Like, no shit. That's what people are trying to do. But it just doesn't... I don't know. And I get it. It's just a constant battle. Everyone's kind of going through it on their own. And I get it, man. It's I'm probably the crazy one. I'm probably the insane one. And maybe I am. I don't know. I've been trying to think that I'm not or maybe... That's probably not a good thing to do either. I don't know. All I know is this is the Seggy Station. I'm wrapping it up for today. Hopefully I'll be back around soon. Enjoy the sports world, everything going on in the sports world. Try and stay safe out there. Peace and love. We'll see you all next time here on the Seggy Station.